Discount Grocers and a Microphone. I am Mike. With me is Dylan. I just said that for you, my friend. I realize I'm being rather presumptuous by saying welcome back as if people have been listening all along, but I'd like to pretend they have. Well, I've been listening all along, so uh, good time. It's been a long time. It's been, what, five, six minutes since I talked to you last? So yeah, how have yeah, you been? Like oh, boy, so much has changed since then. <laughs> so right? much has changed. A little more gray hair and yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, we had a uh, uh, a little call today with uh, with Don, the 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 gentleman that is bringing a private label to Grocery Outlet, and he's got a little side project, which I thought was kind of cool, uh, working on getting supplies to stores at a more reasonable cost. What do you think, Dylan? Well, I mean, saving money, that's our business. I mean, any, anytime you can simplify any any process is great. And and yeah, saving money is also good. Um, yeah, I, I am all for it as long as, as we spoke about, it's easy enough and it makes sense. I mean, we're not trying to reinvent any kind of wheel and make it overly complicated when getting most supplies is pretty easy with online ordering, Amazon and, and whatnot. Uh, but uh, yeah, if... We can get more stuff from the warehouse as another option, especially if it cuts down on cost. Uh, yeah, I would be all for it, as I mentioned. Yeah, and I think most most things are already kind of migrated over to the warehouse. You know, the 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 three ups and shelf tags were kind of the big the big big one, right? Yep, yep. Especially as far as shipping goes, uh, you brought up uh, meat scale labels, which those are not yet, right? No, no, but I what I actually also meant were all the stickers, you know, the markdown stickers, which I know you don't mark down anything because you're that no. good. But for for us, for us, just kidding. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, yeah. I think having having uh one less website to have to go to to order stuff, it just makes it easier for sure. But oh, I don't know. I like clicking between the you know, five different places, the smart source, the, you know, whatever, the bliss shop, the warehouse, the, right. <laughs> right. But, you know, before, before we get too much into, to work talk, uh, I yeah. hear you, you have a new addition to your family. Yeah, I you am a, you- I am a, a, a proud papa. Once again, um, we, uh, you know, uh, no, uh, I do not have another <laughs> child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we got a we got a new dog. We got a new dog. Uh, we had a couple of dogs that uh, passed away a couple of years ago, and we took a little bit of a break. Um, but uh, we decided it's time, and so now we are in the midst of puppydom, which 
uh, we've only had it for three days now. Um, and I got to tell you, it makes running a store feel easy. Right. So I guess the big question I have is, oh, you only had the dog for three days. So you haven't taken the dog to your beach house yet, have you? <laughs> no. <laughs> No, no, we have not. Have we not. have to wait oh, for it man. to get its. We have to wait for it to get its shots. Uh, oh, I bet. I bet it's gonna. I bet it's gonna love being able to run on the beach. But uh, anyway, I'm just kind of curious about that. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> thank you, thank you for taking shots there, my friend. <laughs> Speaking of shots, thank you for taking shots. Yeah, no problem. On blast. Yeah. Anyway, so you're, you were waiting. Real quickly though, what what is the dog's name? What is the dog's uh, name? It is. It's a. It's a mini Bernie Doodle, uh, which, by the way. Uh, Full-size Bernie Doodles get to, you know, 50 to 80 pounds, which uh, Mr. Dan Babb has a full-size Bernie Doodle that's six months old and 60 pounds. So, uh, yeah. and uh, the mini should get to about 25 pounds. It is a okay. cross between a Bernie's uh, mountain dog and a poodle, and its name is Bogey. Bogey. Ah, fun, fun. Uh, yeah, we showed uh, Finley the pictures. And of course, I think one of the first responses is, are we going to get a pet? Which I responded with, no, no I hesitation. I know I you tried. You tried yeah. hard. And, yeah. and uh, I just, yeah, I don't want, I don't want a dog right now. I don't want to, I don't want the responsibility right now, but later, maybe I told him maybe a cat again, because he misses his last cat that passed. But, you know, that's a whole sure. nother, whole nother cat. Yeah. So he's got a little brother though. You know? Yeah. That's yeah. You, yeah. yeah. Oh man. That keeps him busy. They are, they are reckless. It is. I, I'm sure there's a lot of parents who are operators who listen. Kids are crazy. Two boys. Sure. Oh my gosh. They, they are, they are so reckless. It is. Uh, uh, if I didn't have gray hair before I, I, I would have, <laughs> you know, with them, but. Uh, yeah, not times. the case with uh, my daughter Sloan, though. I think I'm going to be getting it later on. You know, she's right. saving my my uh, whatever heartache, <laughs> right, <laughs> for later. <laughs> so, anyways, on this episode, we talked to uh, Mr. Roger Custer of Roger and Heidi from Modesto. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'm pretty sure most people know who Roger is, but if you have not heard of him, uh, go like their page and watch some of their videos. And, and I can say the character we saw in the video was a lot of who we talked to. He, he was, uh, he, he was a firecracker to say the least. He was, he was fun. Guy caught us off guard many times. Yeah, absolutely. No, uh, Roger was a uh, Roger was a kick in the pants. So, uh, yeah, I, I I can't tell you how much I've enjoyed talking to all these different people. I mean, it really right? has been it's been a lot of fun, truly. So, mm -hmm. uh, Roger continues that trend. Continues that trend. We're we're waiting to have a dud episode, but we haven't had one yet. And boy, it didn't happen with Roger. That's for sure. Well, we've had three of them, but we didn't post them. So. Oh, that's true. Well, actually, I would say, you know, oh. I'm going to go out and I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that the closest we've come to a dud episode was probably episode one with just you and me. <laughs> just kind of like, hey, yep. so <laughs> I almost feel like that episode almost doesn't count. You know, it was like oh, the, oh, the oh, I don't care. Episode. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyways, well, yeah. should we get into it? I think so. It's about that time. All right, well then, I give you Mr. Roger Custer. 
All right. Welcome. We have Roger Custer here. How's it going, Roger? Great. Now, Glad I just want to say, here. I want to say Roger Custer from Modesto. Oh, I don't know. I just, I, right. I like, I like that. I don't know why, but <laughs> you're going to take yeah, his intro town. from him. All right. Yeah. That's a, that's All right. Fantastic. Name, yes. So Modesto, Roger Custer. Um, our Tell claim us about who you fame, are. Our, our claim to fame in Modesto is the Lacey Peterson murder. Do you remember that one? Oh, yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> yes. Wow, Roger's starting the podcast <laughs> off hot. Swinging. Yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, I do yeah. remember that one. Oh, is Scott, this not a Scott Peterson? Is, yeah, is this not a true crime podcast? That's <laughs> you know what? Right? You know it what? Is now? We, might pick up a, we might pick up a few more listeners. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Now, if uh, she frankly, was one of your employees at the time, it's, it's still <laughs> yeah. a murder unsolved, if you ask me. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> maybe we'll get into that in a little bit here. Hot mm -hmm. takes with Roger from mm -hmm. Modesto. Uh, <laughs> anyways, well, hey, Roger, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, where you come from, how long you've been with the old grocery outlet, and all that kind of good stuff. Uh, is there any drinking in this podcast? Uh, you know, if you only in the beginning. Look, bottoms look, up. Look what, yeah. Look what look what's right next to me here is my giant margarita machine. Oh, <laughs> good. That makes for good audio. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I let's see. I am Roger Custer. I born and raised right here. Actually, I was born in Ceres, California, which is the location of our new store that we're going to be opening soon. Both Heidi and I were both born and raised there. We grew up in the same small town and we've lived in modesto our entire lives we did move to grants pass oregon for a six-year stint in 2006 or seven um i was working i've been in retail my entire working life so uh up there you guys had pay less drug stores back in the old days I don't know if you're old enough to remember them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm familiar with the Payless. <laughs> yeah, and so uh, I worked for them for, for many years. They became Rite Aid. Um, I left. I was a district manager for them. I left um, them because I hated them. I hated Rite Aid and went to work for Staples. I did that for about 15 years or so. And then I became a district manager for Staples, which is what took us to Grants Pass, Oregon. So my connection to Grocery Outlet comes because my son, Ethan, took a job at Grant's Pass Grocery Outlet with, um, help me out, who were the owners then? I don't um, remember before, either. Before Jesse. And, um, uh, anyway. I can't think of their name. It's yeah. going to come to me. Anyway. Long time, um, long time owners though, right? Yeah. Yes, I became a super fan of the store shopping there actually first before my son um, started working there. And he was looking for a job after we moved up there because he was just out of high school. And I was like, hey, you should go check out this grocery outlet thing. I really like shopping there. It's a pretty cool place. And I love a good bargain. Right. And so he got a job there and he would come home from there and say, Dad, you should check out you know, this thing and buy one of these deals because it's a really great thing. And I was like, son, that's impossible. I don't have a couple of million dollars. I don't know, you know, I don't know how that works or anything else. So 
Um, but that was our initial connection. I got fired from Staples in 2013 or got laid off because they were downsizing. And uh, uh, I then took a, do- a job with Dollar General in, in Sacramento, California as a district manager. Um, and that lasted a very short time. Um, I got recruited by Kevin Cook, who was in HR at the uh, at that time. I don't know if you guys remember him for the grocery outlet and mm-hmm. he contacted me and here we are. So, so. Uh, so by the way, a couple of parallels I'm just going to pull out of this. I, I believe in our last podcast with Dan and Sarah that Dan says he came from Rydid as well. Um, yes, I heard that. And I don't know if he said he hated it, but I, I, but I, maybe he did. I, I, I feel like you guys are on the same wavelength as far <laughs> as uh, Rite Aid is concerned. Right. And I just want to let you know that um, my dad was a manager at Staples. So he worked in at Safeway forever, went back to school, ended up wanted to go into finance. It didn't work out the way he was thinking. So he went to Staples and he was managing a Staples store. Um, and he too got fired from Staples. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, there hence, you go. Hence, and then he ended up at Grocery Outlet. So, huh. uh, listen, I I think um, getting fired from Staples might be a uh, you know a good thing here. <laughs> right. Right. Absolutely. Grocery Outlet is going to wonder why all these Staples managers and people start applying over the next couple of weeks. Like, right. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, or I should say he got downsized, or I don't know, whatever. It yeah, is, but, because yeah. so, because so many people are listening to this podcast to to make career choices. What's our ratings on this podcast? Do we know? Uh, well, um, we go by listens um, <laughs> because uh, so it's a little bit funky, and I'll I'll peel back the curtain a little bit here. Okay. So uh, by far and away, more people listen on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It's not even close. Um, but it says like on any given episode, it says we have like 12 listeners, but the episodes downloaded like 300 times. So there's, I don't believe the 12 listeners, (laughs) at least I'm hoping. I think we're going to get to 500 downloads. 500. Um, yeah. So, uh, but the, the person that holds the record, um, by the way, is now you've listened to all of them, right? Is that I've listened to everyone. Okay. Yes. So can you guess, and I might've, I might've tipped my hat on this on a previous call with you, but do you know who holds the record for most listens on this podcast? I believe you told me and it was Kara. Yes. Mm-hmm. Kara, Kara, uh, has beat everybody rather handily. So, ah. Uh, you better, right. you got to get out there and start promoting after we get off right. this call, Roger. You know, open to. up the Rolodex. And right. she also holds the podcast for the most amount of shots we have taken on one, which is oh, which one. is one. Okay, but, yes. that's why. But now that's that why Roger, Roger has his machine next to him, whole margarita machine. <laughs> hey, I am totally down with doing shots, but it is a work day, and I've got to go back. We are doing two hundred. No. Sorry, a hundred and like twenty interviews between today and tomorrow for the new store. So I can't, I can't so, go back drunk. I'd like to, but I can't. So let's yes. talk, let's talk about this second store. What? So obviously, you said hometown. It's going to be right. Right. So how did you and your wife decide you wanted to do a, a second store? Was it your idea? Was it Heidi's idea? 
Uh, yeah, it's, uh, I guess it was my idea. I wanted, so yes, years, some years ago, there was an opportunity maybe to get a second store that was going to be an area store that was going to be maybe coming up or uh, whatever. There was a rumor. And so we tossed our hat into the ring at that time. That never, that actually never panned out, never worked out. And then um, I had been in contact with Bill Coyle over the years about, you know, other locations around. So as empty buildings, I would see and things we, we would communicate back and forth. So grocery outlet has always been actively looking for another location here in the central Valley. And, um, so we started talking about series a little more seriously. I don't know, maybe a year and a half ago or so. And there's been a couple of big empty buildings that, you know, were, um, available. So about, it seems like it was, I know it was last summer. It was last July. John Decker called me and he's like, Hey, we're, you know, looks like we're going to sign a lease on a location in series. Does that interest you? And I was like, sure. Didn't even talk to Heidi about it actually. So <laughs> um, now when you, when you did talk to Heidi, did you present it as like, Hey, it's an option for us. Or did you say, Hey, I said yes to this thing. Yeah, I said yes to this thing. That was the answer. She already knew we were talking, you know, because mm -hmm. we had talked about it previously. She was, she's somewhat down with it. She's not sure. doing these interviews right now without me. So, gotcha. <laughs> doing gotcha. So she's like, uh, remember how I was doing that podcast today? She's like, oh, yeah. You, you scheduled that the same day as these interviews? I'm like, yeah, I did. Good luck. Yeah, have fun. I mean, well, she could have come in your place on the podcast, right? She she could have. <laughs> and that might have been very entertaining, actually. Sure, sure. Yeah, no, I I uh I would have enjoyed that. Not that I don't enjoy you, but you know, you know. Uh so when are you guys looking to open? Uh grand opening is September 14th. Uh, I am getting on my phone right now to turn on the air conditioner in my house because it is very, very warm in this room. So we are going to crank up the AC. I'm already hot. You guys are getting me all hot. Well, that's that's uh, you know, Dylan's pretty good at that. I gotta say, that's, this, uh, yeah. this podcast has taken many weird turns. Already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went from true crime to right. Jimmy tells Buffett, me we're gonna go back there. I don't know. To, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, so you're, so you're in interviewing. So you're interviewing. How many? How many people are you looking to hire for the new store? I know it used to be like twenty five, thirty. Is that still kind of the goal? Or yeah. So I anticipate this the the series store actually being a really good store. It's right across the street. So here we have a local discount grocer that's on. They've got about five stores. They're called Cost Less Foods. They are super super cheap i don't know if you have a like a crazy discount grocery store up there um by the not way just winco but not really a discount. Uh, yeah yeah winco is though that's a winco is a i mean to me that's a, a discount store so that's actually my biggest competition to uh my modesto store is winco but this cost less foods is very similar to winco super super cheap super high volume right they must do I mean, a ton. And so that's directly across the street from the series store. I do believe we're going to get a good chunk from them. So 
I anticipate actually I'm going to hire about 35 actually. And we're going to go from there knowing that I can peel some of those off for Modesto if I have to, okay. because it seems like in Modesto, I'm hiring two or three people every couple of months. Seems like may not be quite that much, but it feels like that sometimes. So yeah. And I have Are a you- ton of applications, a ton, like 800. Wow. 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 Are you bringing anybody from Modesto over? Yes, or... about five about five people plus my son. He's going to run it. He's going to be my store manager. I haven't given him that title. I use the title merchandise manager. I don't okay. Know why. I why is that? Up, but I have no reason. <laughs> no, no specific keep, reason. Keep him humble. <laughs> I guess. Uh-huh. <laughs> sure, that sounds good. I feel like get... store manager should pay more. So... Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> So, so that so when he gets that officially official title, he'll be expecting a a significant bump in pay. Right. We haven't even talked about a bump in pay at all yet. <laughs> so we it gotcha. Well, weeks. he's your boy. You know, it's yeah, it's yeah, yeah that's uh, yeah, yeah, that yeah, works out. Remember, Roger uh, didn't probably ask him. He just said, "Hey, listen, you're going to go here." It was the same conversation <laughs> right. with there the was no, store. So there was no discussion about it. <laughs> yes, there was no. It was. Does he want to eventually get the program? Uh, perhaps, um, we'll see. I want to, you know, I'd love to retire. I'm an old man. I'm much older than you guys. So I, I want to, uh, you know, retire in the next, I don't know, five to seven years, maybe. So we'll see. He's talked about it before. He's, he's pretty content doing what he's doing. His wife is going to come to work for us at the new location. She's going to be, uh, we're creating a job for her to actually like do the deposit in both stores, do, you know, the receipt, whatever, whatever kind is the office, dual office manager. There you go. I, I've, yeah. I've, I've given her the title office gal. She doesn't appreciate that one. She sure. She'd, she'd prefer, she'd prefer a different title. So, but give that her, give her the title store manager. I'm just yeah. saying though, <laughs> with that, with your title, that makes her the OG, which I mean, I'm just saying, if you present it that way, I mean, who doesn't right. want to be the OG, you know? Right. right. I'll have to tell her. That's a good one. I'm going to say that. And she'll be the original OG. That's, yeah. The, wait. That is, yeah. uh, the O in OG is no. original. So it'd be oh, the original. Right. original. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to try to bring us back now. Uh, she'd, she'd be O-O, it'd be OOG. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, yes, so, Dylan, so, you're bringing it back. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to try. We'll see. You know, okay. people might think we already did shots. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. So let's talk about let's talk about sales. Um, obviously, we're not going to go over actual numbers, but we looked over the last five years, and you have been on a huge growth trend. Um, obviously, you are a character. You seem very, very fun. Go ahead and tell us kind of your last five years, your venture on what you've done, um, because I'm going to guess it's not just by accident that you have. Uh, and I'm going to interject here real quick. Not even no, just you're the not. last five years, no. though, but from when you took over to now. Right. Okay, I think fair that's, enough. That's, the, that's the really impressive story. Because that's really quadrupled since then. So, yeah, go ahead and take us down your venture of what you've done and <laughs> how you grow and so when we so 2015 we took over the store um then 
you know, it's store 22. And I've been told that in the mid 2000s, it was the number one store in the company or maybe the early 2000s. I don't, I don't know any of those numbers at all. Back when there were 18 stores. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, at least 22. So, but, and Eric came into the store, I don't know, five or six years ago. And, you know, he was walking the store and he was, we were talking about numbers and how impressed he was with the store and that kind of thing. And he was like, you know, we were going to close the store. The lease was up and the store was doing 65 grand a week. It was when we took it, it was in the bottom five of the company, you know, every week. And back in those days, remember, you could look at all stores. And so, right. Um, the good old uh, days. Right. <laughs> and so, but he said to us, you know, then he was like, Hey, we were going to close the store, but we knew because of what it used to do that, you know, with the right operator, you, you know, that, that could come back. And so, um, in 2015, when we took it over, it was doing, um, like I said, 65 a week, the, uh, Grocery and so they signed a new lease. They actually negotiated with the landlord at the time to revamp the outside of the building because it was kind of just an old, weird-looking, you know, building. And so they they remodeled the entire outside. And while that was going on, actually, and it was our first couple of weeks that we were there, um, they also did a full re-racking inside back and. In, it had the old wooden shelves on the old rack, you know, with those giant eight foot chunks of, you know, wood. Uh, Particle board. Right. This funky <laughs> yeah. tile floor. Uh, I mean, it was, you know, it was a rough store. And um, anyway, grocery outlet gave me every single thing I possibly asked for in you know, getting the store renovated to where I thought it needed to be. They were a fantastic partner throughout the entire process. And right away, I mean, within, gosh, a month of that being completed, we were comping, you know, 20, 30, and 40% right away. And that just basically continued pretty much till about 2019. We kind of took a little bit of it. I mean, we were still growing, but not, you know, the, the big 20, 30% numbers we were doing. Uh, 2020 was obviously a fantastic year. 2021, we actually did not comp in 2021, but then, you know, since then we've been coming back and this year is fantastic. Part of this year though, is I've been marketing so much to series, which is just the next town south of us. I have been, you know, just doing a lot of marketing there saying, Hey, we own, we're going to own that new store that's coming to your town you need to come check it out you need to come see what's coming and that has been part of our our decent increase this year as well that i might see you know disappear here in the next six weeks <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well but you personally at least it's to you though yeah, yeah, exactly yes. <laughs> you gotta, right. if somebody's got to eat your lunch it might as well be you <laughs> right 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 uh, so yeah, we just did. I mean, I don't know how we got there. Honestly, it was just running a nice, clean in-stock store with great customer service. That's the secret sauce to everything. So, you know, that's the that's it. Very cool. Do you, off the top of your head, have you looked at? Do you have any metrics on what you're pulling from the series area? 
No. Is that no? something okay. I could see on, uh, what is it, Placer AI? I'm sure. Where can I, I, don't, see I, that? I don't know. I just thought you were really good at that sort of thing. I was no, I'm horrible at that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm horrible at that kind of thing. <laughs> gotcha. Well, I am a fly see... by the seat of my pants kind of guy. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I get that. I'm picking up on that. I was going to uh, ask you, like, if you were to describe your management style, just because, you know, you are a character, how would you describe yourself? Uh, I am. Let's see. I'm the four F's. Did you go through that? Uh, that training thing? The four F's? As you no. go through your management career? No, but I'm afraid now, right be now. Careful, I'm very careful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I, I know one well, of them. The but fifth, I don't know. Yeah. That is the okay. fifth F. And oh, okay. I drop gotcha. those. I drop those pretty regular. So if one comes out, it's, <laughs> I, I apologize in advance. Uh, I think the four Fs are firm, flexible, fair. Well, maybe it's three Fs. <laughs> um, it is the but, fourth F then. Okay. Yeah, it. it is the fourth F. Uh, but I'm, I'm pretty structured. I, I, you know, when I mentioned that part before, I'm very much a routine kind of person. So, but I have learned over the years, you know, routines barely work out. So, because I used to not be great at getting thrown the curveball, because that would you know send me in a tizzy, but uh, I have gotten better as I've gotten older. But yeah, my management style is kind of no nonsense. Be at work when you're supposed to be here and do your job, and I'll tell you if you do a good job, and I'll tell you when you do a bad job. And usually, when I tell you you've done a bad job, they are not around for me to tell them again. <laughs> so. Kind of, kind of, sort of. Got that, it. That's, Got it. That's the firm F right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah right. It's funny when I uh, contacted Roger originally about being on the podcast. His first question was, "What's your policy on language?" <laughs> 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 first thing, it's like whatever. Man. It's yeah. all good. <laughs> Remember, we only have twelve listeners, so it's fine. Right. <laughs> and hopefully, they're all over the age of eighteen. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yes, yes. Uh, except for my daughter, but uh, anyways. <laughs> oh, she, she hears much worse. Yeah, 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 I'm exactly. sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll be curious to see uh, when when you open up what what you see in Modesto as far as uh, as as uh, if it takes a bite out. Um, but you guys already you got the, you said you got a Winco up there with Modesto now, and then right. Correct me if I'm wrong, or help me out here a little bit, but. How many grocery outlets does Modesto have? Is it three currently? Two. 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 Okay. Yep. Gotcha. And the other one is not all that far away from you. It's what? Uh, it's across like town. Miles? There, yeah, east side. They're on the east side. I'm on the west side. So, so do you do you find any do you guys like work together at all? Or do you uh, do you share customers? Like how does that work out? Um, we share customers. We don't, um, yeah, we don't, we, we don't talk to each other much. We trade back and forth when we need uh, store supplies and that kind of thing. Gotcha. Okay. So just kind of normal, normal. Uh, right. so as far as your, the store that you're opening, how far is that going to be away from Modesto? It is your store. five miles South. Okay. 
It's actually, so for us and East Modesto store is um, probably about the same distance from, you know, each. So it's kind of uh, both my store and the series store, both right on the freeway where the, right. East, the East Modesto store is, you know, way into town, way off the freeway. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yep. Cool. So we'll cool. impact them somewhat then. I'm guessing. Um, yeah, I would think, I mean, but I, I mean, I think you guys probably believe this too. Other than the really diehard grocery outlet super fans, most customers for every store really is within a couple mile radius of mm -hmm. the building. So yeah, I, I, there's definitely going to be customers that are going to, you know, go take a look, right? But they're right. not, they're going to, I think, I think our customers are more loyal than we even think they are. Okay. It's a very, very diplomatic answer, Roger. Right. <laughs> yes. So I really don't think it's going to impact either store too greatly other than maybe this, you know, this, this group that I have, you know, been marketing to that is, is going to stop coming. If they have, remember I got no, I got no way to believe that's even happening. That's just a theory. Gotcha. And so with marketing, what do you, what have you been doing? So I send, um, so what we, I do every single week, we have something going on. I make our, we make our own in-store flyers. And, um, so I send those out through email through Emma, I actually send it twice a week. I send it on Wednesday and I send it, um, again on, well, the, if I'm running a coupon on it, which I do at the, like this weekend, for example, I will put a dollar off coupon on um, my flyer that goes out to customers. I do that at the end of every month. And so then I send that out on Wednesday, Friday, and then again on Sunday saying, hey, this is your last chance. Because those, when I do a coupon, I only do them three days, you know, like, hey, you know, it's a very much a, a get in, get out kind of situation. I don't like to run coupons longer um, than that. Although I do run a, a, uh, a mailer coupon through a, a magazine that actually the East Modesto store does as well. And um, that is longer time frame. That is a usually a 10 off 50 offer, but a paper offer, you know, it's doesn't get quite the same redemption as a digital offer does when I send one out an email. We get a pretty good redemption on digital offers. On right. So, so the second thing uh, Roger said to me when I contacted him about this podcast after he asked what the uh, language was, uh, was, you want to talk about coupons? <laughs> because I've heard, well, Mike has been very vocal about he dislikes them. He doesn't believe in them. Yeah, so, a good so, word. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, uh, so tell me, tell me your thought process on coupons. You know, why, why do you like them? What have you seen? Uh, what have you seen the benefits of them and, and that to, sort of thing? Uh, in my opinion, to grow your business, you have to attract new customers. So now, although, cause you, you'll want to argue, but Roger, you're sending these to your people who have emails who are already your customers. So the, my theory with that is about to go right out the window, right? Which is why I do the mailer. The mailer goes to say 30,000 people. Um, 
And that is what my attempt is to grow, to gain new customers. And um, it's, I just know that it is a driver of, of um, business. There is a definite uptick in customer count. This weekend, I will, um, I will run, I don't know, probably 8 to 10% greater customer count these three days this weekend versus last weekend, even though I won't um, redeem that kind of quantity, you know, that kind of, that uh, kind of customer quantity. I think a lot of it comes with branding because I not only do that coupon every single weekend, I do a coupon. So like last weekend I did free 18 count eggs with a $40 purchase. And I do something like that every weekend last weekend. And that's been my highest one ever, by the way. I want to say I redeemed 110. I actually ended up running out of the eggs. But I just think it's a branding thing. People see that. They get it. And I put it on Facebook, too. They see it. And they're just like, hey, Grocery Outlet's got an offer. I'm a firm believer that they'll come in because of the offer. And then they forget to use the offer. Because I on Saturday, I think I sold 77 18-count eggs, but I only redeemed 25 coupons. So, and the 77 is way more than I would normally, you know, sell. So, but I just I, I'm I'm a big believer in traffic and growing traffic and getting more people into the building. So let me say I I like the idea of changing it up consistently. I like the idea of a two to three day get in, get out kind of a situation. Right. Um, and I agree with you on, you always want to be pulling people in. Right. Right. Uh, the one, the one thing that I'll, that I'll say on this is that, well, first of all, by the way, I also like the idea of the new mover coupon where it's going out to right. people who've just moved into the area. Like that's, that's right. an awesome one for sure. Right. Um, but especially with something like that, right? Because you're throwing it out on Facebook, you're throwing it out online, you're throwing it out through email. So the cost of distributing your coupon is basically nothing at that point, unless you're boosting it, but right. Which is, which I rarely you know, do. Yeah. Um, and if uh, if anybody from Grocery Outlet is listening to this, my 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 biggest thing with it though is that uh, the cost uh, because that's a hundred percent your cost, right? So whenever you run a discount, whenever you run a coupon right. or anything like that, that comes out a hundred percent out of your end. It's not split. Right. Versus if you do a markdown on something, then obviously right. it's a fifty fifty split. Right and and maybe I'm just being stubborn in this because maybe ultimately it wouldn't matter that much. But like with wine, for instance, um, you know, and I don't remember the exact numbers, but for stores that were doing a 10% off a case of wine, right? If you get, right. if you buy a case, you get 10% off, right? The cost to the operator, that 10% is pretty significant out of your end versus if you do it as a, a BOGO, if you do it as buy 12, get one, the cost to you, it was like the difference, and I'm just going to throw out a number. It was the difference between like the cost of being, you know, 10 bucks, 12 bucks on the 10% and two bucks on the buy 12, get one. Right. And so uh, that always, like, it, 
that dichotomy between uh, a markdown, it's a 50-50 split, a coupon or a discount, it's 100% the operator where we're both we're, we're both benefiting from it. So right. that's probably my biggest kind of thing. I am, I, I am with you 100% there. I, I agree completely. I also run the crap out of BOGOs. <laughs> so, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, have, well, I try to have four or five. I'm actually toying with, you know, for grand opening, we're going to do a grand opening flyer that I'm trying to work with the buyers and, and make some things happening for grand opening um, to create my own flyer. It's going to be like a four page thing. And I'm toying with the idea of actually all four pages being BOGO, like every single item. Um but right now that's just in a idea phase. So, uh, well, well and that's the thing too, right? Like, so BOGO, I mean, you're not going to do buy one, get one on eggs, but if you did right. buy one, get one, that's a split. Right. But if you say you spend this amount, you get free eggs, right? That's on you. <laughs> Correct. Correct. So, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So when you, you do your, uh, when you do okay. your BOGO stuff, do you put those in your flyers as well? Or are those mainly for your, like your Emma emails and, and whatnot? Uh, they are in my flyer. Yes. Every single are they? week. Cool. I run a flyer every week that grocery outlet does not run one. So like next week there's the flyer, you know, there's just the, it's got the vitamin page and then there's a one page. It's got like the, uh, Prego pasta sauce and everything else is produce and meat on that page. So I will not run a flyer next week. I just promote the 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 grocery outlet flyer. So I do those flyers outside of got it. Okay. But on those bogos, so when I make a bogo, you know, it's signed. And if it's in the flyer, it's in the flyer. Then I also send it out in Emma, just it's bogo by itself. And then I send it on Facebook as a as that same offer is a BOGO offer. Plus I usually make an ad caster for most of them. And so, you know, I usually buy a bunch of something, you know, pallets and pallets. I went through, so the Kinder Joy eggs, right? I don't know yeah. if you guys had that up there. Yeah. Um, down here, it was a 76. Are we allowed to talk margin on here? What can we talk? Yeah, you know, <laughs> single single items here and there, maybe not full. Like, oh yeah, we're we're comping at this with this margin and blah blah blah. You know, yeah. If you could just give um, us all the details of the region as a whole, yeah. <laughs> yeah. sure, Crochet, I would love that. Yeah, but I mean that particular item, I don't know the number off the top of my head, but. Thank goodness. It was good. It was, there was, it was a very good margin, right? Yes. yes. No, yeah. not just well, not just oh. the margin, just the quantity oh. we sold. Well, you said pallets. Oh, right. Okay. Ridiculous. How many pallets of the Kinder eggs did you bring in? Uh well, so that was a hundred and twenty couch. They were shippers. Right. So I don't know. There's I don't know how many shippers were on a pallet, but we probably sold about 120 case shippers. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's Fantastic. Impressive fantastic item yeah i firmly believe that my store sells the most candy in the entire city okay so, gotcha i just gotcha. i, I did no, watch your i have no basis for that <laughs> i think well i went to your facebook page and i went to videos just to kind of you know get caught up on my modesto facebook uh -huh. videos here uh and uh, i saw your your deep thoughts by jack candy 
video, <laughs> which yes. by the way, if anybody wants to check that out, that was, that was most excellent. So that I, I got to think that has something to do with your spectacular candy sales. Um, but yeah, so look, I mean, you, you do a lot of stuff on Facebook, you know, I think everybody's seen kind of your, uh, the stuff you did for the big, the big game air quotes uh, <laughs> right. videos, uh, you know, you do your own ad casters, which I was going to play one and I had you send them to me, but it takes the music out of the background every time. And I can't figure that out. So, but anyways, huh. they're very good ad casters. Roger's got a, uh, a voice, uh, for radio for sure. Uh, but it's, and then you got your mailers and you got this and that, it seems like you're doing a lot of stuff. I don't think what, you're doing enough. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. What percentage of your time is spent with all of that kind of stuff? Let's call it owner stuff, really. Right. Versus I'm looking at the order guide. I'm out on the floor. I'm doing this. I'm doing that kind of thing. My uh, uh, actual stocking of product has virtually been eliminated in the last year and a half i used to like um you know check order meat check-in meat stock meat refill meat you know all day and in between you know manage whatever's going on um and then in the last year and a half i've i've actually my daughter has taken over the meat job and uh so most of my time is spent on ordering marketing HR related stuff. Heidi does all of the um, receiving paperwork, all that stuff. I do all the HR stuff. So payroll scheduling, all of that. So, and then as that, as that transitions into the, the new store, I mean, that's why I've, I've hired me an office gal so that she can, the OG, on, you're right. So she can take on some Full of circle. those things. Yes. So she can take on some of those things, but yeah, I mean, to do it, first of all, you know, the reason I do all of that is because I really enjoy it. Otherwise I, who would, right? So I, I enjoy it. And, but when I was in college, that's what I was going to do. I was going to be a broadcaster. So when it, you know, it just was in my genes already when I thought, huh, I could, I could do my own ad casters. But the reason I didn't do them before, I've just recently started doing the ad casters this way in the last year the old system for ad casters was not, it wasn't easy to do. So it wasn't easy. And now I bought a thing called, um, Oh, now I can't remember it, but I, I well, there goes our sponsored that. link. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what they're called, but, uh, um, you know how everybody was complaining about Harmony or whatever that one is that most stores right, have? Yep. What you get is a new store, that whole thing. And everybody mm -hmm. was complaining on the community about it. I just I just found a thing online and I it's super easy to use. It manages my music. It makes it has great music and the ad casters are easy to do. It's easy to put them on there. It's 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 cake. And I'd, I'd recommend them, but I can't remember what it's called. Well, I'll tell you what. When when we're done with this, uh, why don't you look and then text me the name, and then I'll throw it in uh, the wrap-up session with, with Dylan and I. We'll throw okay. it out there for everybody. Okay? All right. All right. So we'll, we'll get it out there. 
so when you made that when you made that change you said you know, kind of retired from stock and shelves and that kind of thing right was that uh was there something that kind of led up to that or you just felt like it was time or did it just just kind of happen naturally and you find yourself doing less and less and less of it it did i had foot surgery i had broken a couple of toes back in training i was training in 2015 with ralph and shout out to ralph and laura richards in rockland california um oh look at i just got a notification your call ins in 15 minutes um and while I was there, I broke a couple of toes. And so I, they didn't heal great. So last year, or yeah, last year in March, I had um, surgery to correct that. And so I was off for a few weeks. And so trained Amanda, my daughter, to do the meat stuff. And then after I came back from that, I was like, well, I'm not doing it anymore. <laughs> so you're 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 staying into this, this full-time role of yours doing this. It actually worked out really well truthfully because it kind of created a job where you know she does all the thaw and sell and meet and then finishes her day in hob and gm so it works out it worked out actually pretty nicely not to mention and, the videos increased by 300 percent that you're able to put yeah, on right <laughs> yeah not so much videos anymore so my other kids my other son and his wife they're my marketing team and uh we haven't done as many videos. We used to do a lot. We had a series of uh, parodies of The Office, if you've seen those on there. Oh, that's so, right. That's what it was that I was trying to think of. Those were those were excellent. Uh, yeah, those were most excellent. So, so those were fun to do. I just we just talked about it. We've got some ideas of every time we get together, we talk about ideas of what we're going to do. We have a really great idea with watermelons and a scene from the movie. Um, uh, 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 the Untouchables. Remember the baseball bat scene in that movie? Oh God, I, I don't. I, okay, I don't know that I've seen The Untouchables. Uh, it's about twenty years old. It's a, yeah, yeah, a Robert yeah. De Niro movie. Anyway, but I, I I can't get it done. It's all talk at this point. Can't get it. Can't get it. I feel it, like Roger's given us a lot of homework to do. We got to now look up product and watch movies and oh man. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah that's that's good. That's good. <laughs> so since you've since you've kind of uh, gone more into the role that you're in now, have you? Do you feel like there's been a? It's been beneficial. I mean, have you seen? Do you feel like that relates to sales and all that kind of stuff? Having more time to do this other stuff. I think so. It's also given us more time to you know, get more involved in some of the community stuff we really should have been doing a little bit better. So, um, yeah, it's kind of freed up my time to do that. I still work way too much. I am up at, you know, 3.30 a.m. I'm at the store at 4.30 a.m. and I'm there till, yeah, way too late in the day, honestly. So you'd think I'd figured out a way to work less. So why not add a second store? Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that sounds like a good way to go. <laughs> like I'm here anyways. <laughs> right. So, uh, no, I think it has. I think it has. It's been a, it, it's, it's been a really fun ride. That's the great part about working for Grocery Outlet, right? Or doing this partnership we have with Grocery Outlet. There's, there is no other retail job out there that is like this one that i mean it, it's just a it's just a great way to go so i just wish i would have done it you know as a much younger man 
You know, I don't think we've heard that before, except for by <laughs> everyone. I, I mean, right. <laughs> really, I feel like every single person just about says it is like nothing that you have experienced and, and you won't expect it. And I'm going to guess you getting there at 430 in the morning and staying until whatever, which also, by the way, is what Mike and I both do as well. Um, minus the 430 yes. and the working late. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's. It, 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 I, I bet it's 100 percent because you you want to. Again, it's not that you have to, and right. not that you feel like it, it's even necessary. It's just because you want to, which, like you said, is rare for a company or a business to want to put in that much when you maybe don't have to. It's just it's passion, right? And it's also because I'm a micromanager, and that's on my list, by the way to to not to not be that anymore. Everything has to be just so. Several years. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Boy, yeah, I uh, I think that's one of the challenges, though, too, with the grocery outlet and just you know being a operator of you know there's so much that you there's so much to do and then there's so much you can do as well and right. trying to find that balance of. Um, when do I, yeah, when do I stop stocking shelves and, and doing this and doing that and, and kind of pull back and do the, the higher, higher level stuff. And right. it's, it's a tough transition to make. I mean, you know, when you're doing sales, obviously it makes it easier, but you know, there's, when do you, you know, how do you, at what point do you start to phase out and phase into this? And, and I think right. it's one of the best things that people can do when they can do it is to get out of the daily, the daily grind of the actual store and get into, you know, plotting the course and marketing and all that kind of stuff. Right. There is a magic sales number where that gets to occur. So. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, that's it. At least it was for me. Sure. Sure. Level of. <laughs> you know, wage percent and everything else you've got to, you've got, remember those lower volume stores, you're, you are, you know, 40% of the, of the labor, whether it's stocking, checking, you know, everything else. So once you, and that's why, unless I talk to operators a lot, especially in low volume stores is you have got to get your sales moved way up and right away because you're going you can't hang out at this number you'll 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 be miserable you got to get you got to get your sales up there to to so you can back away from all of this stuff you have to do and do they look at you and go thanks for the advice roger <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay exactly. get my sales up check yes <laughs> you know what you should really do <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know, he says that, and Mike and I have had this conversation. I mean, you know, I come from a, a very low volume store, and and there was a a point when all of a sudden I feel like it, it really changed, where our roles had to change, and it went from being uh, really floor operators, you know, to all of a sudden you changed to more the HR side operator where it's like you right. get that extra four or five, six employees and it, it adds so much. And then all of a sudden it changes where you get freed up because you get either good people in place or it's just a different role and you can't spend the time doing all the, the, the fun stuff. I mean, uh, my wife still right. loves to order and does so much, whatever, but like with, you know, 35 
you know, employees, th- there's also so much right. more to do. Um, I remember it was very difficult, uh, more so for her to have that change of role, but definitely it changes. And again, I want to talk about numbers, but I, I don't want to say probably shouldn't. Right. So, but yeah, I, we've talked about there was there was definitely almost like an overnight where it, it flipped, saying your role now has to be different, not because you want to, it's just the way you have to operate. So, I mean, Mike, same way, I had, same thought. No, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. When I, so when I was a district manager for Staples, I had the Klamath Falls Staples. That was one of my stores. So I would take that that road trip from Grants Pass, you know, up to Klamath Falls, and in the winter that was a bitch. Right. But I would I would see trucks spin around on that. So I was curious what winter does up there to your business. Man, it is, is it? Uh, trucking by far is one of the hardest things just because, you know, crossing the pass, uh, you know, my trucks oftentimes during winter are, are a day late, two days late. Um, and so we just, you know, we, we have to adapt. Um, we already have late trucks because we're in the middle of nowhere, basically. And so we're always the last on, on most things and, uh, drivers run out of hours, you know, an hour before they're here. So we have to wait an extra eight hours. Um, but, but it, it can be difficult. Luckily with our last remodel, uh, we did get a much larger produce and deli cooler. So we're able to kind of hold a little more stuff. And, and basically we order accordingly. We order as if we're going to maybe miss a, a truck, you know, we're still mindful of shrink and dates and, and whatnot, but we have to be, um, understanding that our truck situation is going to be a disaster. And so uh, our employees do a really good job of understanding that a late truck is more normal than an on-time truck. And you don't uh, stress about it. You just kind of, you, you do other stuff. It kind of goes to our old grocery outlet. Good. So a late truck, good. We get to go through backstock. Good. We get to face up and clean up some <laughs> other areas and, and, and you really adapt. And, and I feel like we've done a really good job of teaching our employees that uh, the only thing that we know is going to happen uh, is going to be late trucks or no trucks or whatever. And so you, you expect it and, and you have a different mindset. Um, I think our worst was we went basically, I mean, not including COVID, we probably went, I think, four days, five days without any perishable trucks or anything else. And, and that was rough, but... You know, uh, they've been doing a much better job of keeping the roads clear. Um, that being said, we last two winters haven't been all that bad. And I said that, so now we're probably going to have a horrible winter. Right. But, <laughs> right, you know, right. We'll, we'll, we'll adapt. That's our business, though. I loved it up there. I loved living in Grants Pass. That was a, it's a, all of Southern Oregon is, a, is, I believe, a wonderful place to live. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, listen, we're kind of coming to the end of our, of our time here. Uh, so I'm going to go out on a limb. Now, Roger, you said you're, mm-hmm. you said you listen to every podcast, you know? And, yes. And it's going to be a quiz. Do, do you know what the last thing we're going to ask you is? Oh, maybe do you have a favorite quote. <laughs> oh, I do. I did. I, I, I do remember this now, and when I listened to the last episode, I thought I should think of one, and then I and then didn't. I, didn't. <laughs> I will tell you that when I use, I, I guess it would be my favorite because I use it with my my floor supervisors all the time, which is inspect what you expect, and I walk up to them and I poke at their chest and I say. 
it should be tattooed right here. So in the morning, when you're looking in the mirror, you'd have to tattoo it backwards. So you would see it right on your chest to remind you every single day that that is what you need to do. So inspect what you expect. I like a boss it. of a boss of mine used to tell me all the time. This was many, many, many years ago. Um, and uh, he, I actually, that's not true. I don't poke my people. You're not allowed to poke me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but he used to poke me. He would poke me right in the chest. He'd pound his finger into my chest and say, God damn it. It seems to be tattooed right here, Roger. Make what you expect. So I had great respect for that man. He was one of my best bosses ever. And so probably well, a little I'll, bit of that rubbed up on me. I'll tell you what, I picked up a new favorite quote, and that's uh Roger, just sell more. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Sell more, at, sell more of everything. <laughs> Sales are, are the the be all and end all. Yep, mm -hmm. yep. Well, hey Roger, thanks for coming on the podcast. We really appreciate. We really appreciate you uh, leaving Heidi with her three hundred plus interviews to eight hundred or whatever. Yeah. No, no uh, applications. Applications. Only about one hundred and twenty oh. interviews. Oh, okay. Well, then never mind. Yeah, let's yeah. not go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's a real pleasure, my friend. Thanks for thanks for coming on. All right, I was glad. I'm glad to do it. I I don't think we. I, I thought we'd solve some things, but I don't think we did. No, no, that's, that's okay. That's <laughs> well, we'll, we we'll see. Here. We'll see. Time uh, <laughs> are you guys? Are you guys' handhelds updated? Y'all ready? Let's. Uh, oh, I'm not, I'm, we're not talking about that. Uh, I have. I, yeah. I have one and a half, and I have one. <laughs> Ooh, waiting on, uh, yeah. So we we thought we had shame. a second one. Um, it wasn't updated properly. We did it. Uh, it froze up and they were not able um, to overnight one to us. So they said, we're going to ground ship one. You'll have it seven to 10 days. Um, <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Thanks I'm, Roger I'm for bringing that up again. I appreciate that. <laughs> I'm on five of eight now, by the way, I'm almost, uh, almost complete. So I've, I've been, I've been eight of eight for weeks. Oh, dang it. Uh, dang it. I Roger. was, I got on there at the beginning. I knew it was going to be trouble. Yeah. Yeah. I All right, sir. I just thought I'd rub that in at the end. Thank yeah, you. I appreciate, I appreciate that. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Go to, go back to your All right, guys. <laughs> We're done. All right. We'll see you later. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Right, Have bye. a good one. All right. Well, there's uh there's Mr. Roger Custer for you. Uh he's a I think you you called him a character about five times on that. By the way, <laughs> well, was I wrong? I mean, no, no, you're not. You're not. No, he's a he's a hoot and a holler for sure. <laughs> yeah, that would have been a fun video one to do as well. He, yeah, uh, very very animated individual. I I think uh, that is the most caught off guard we have been from the beginning. I mean, he came out he came out swinging. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we were kind of stepping all over each other there for a minute there too. A little bit. Well, and by the way, we didn't uh, we didn't go farther down that road, but I don't know if you caught it at the end. He was like, "And that's a murder I don't think has been solved yet." Like he yes. had a hot take on it or something. Yeah. I was like, "Whoa." <laughs> well, well, it is his town, so you know, maybe. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, I'm I'm curious to listen back to see how much we basically fell over each other trying to get either back on track or or go on but uh, uh fun i mean 
again, I think you have to say it every every time. Uh, just another fun person to talk to with a whole different set of ideas and and how he operates and uh, you know the the dual store thing. A lot of work. A lot of work. Yeah, yeah. I uh, it's funny. I I talked to him after that. I just gave him a quick call and and he's like, "Gosh, I I feel like we didn't really address anything." <laughs> well, well, that that that's our <laughs> podcast. <laughs> That's, there you go. That sums yeah, it up. Right? Yes, exactly. You know, talk about a lot and address nothing. Right. Just like <laughs> so, a standard day. Yep. I did want to say um, I got the name of that uh, music service that he uses. Okay. Uh, and I'm I'm going to check it out because it sounds kind of cool. It's called Rockbot. Like R-O-C-K-B-O-T. Rockbot. Okay. And apparently... It's like 120 bucks to buy the box that you plug into your system. And then it's, uh, if you pay for a year, it's like 10 bucks, $100 for the year. And if you don't, then it's like 10 bucks a month or something like that. So pretty reasonable. But what interests me is not just that you can do ad casters and make your own ad casters easily, but you can actually make playlists with specific songs on that one as well so that kind of sounds kind of cool to me versus just uh saying uh here's a play this genre kind of thing well so but what is what is the cost to get roger to do your own recording on it i mean is that is that a service yet offered is he is he looking into that after the the second store gets up and running i mean that that my friend might be worth at least at least seven dollars a year, maybe more. I don't know. I might yeah, yeah, selling it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, what I was thinking about doing is just having him send me all the files of everything he does, and then wherever it says Modesto, <laughs> Modesto. <laughs> I'll just say McMinnville. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just dub it in there, you know. <laughs> the, the funny part is, you will. you know yeah it's all good uh so anyways well hey so uh moving on here uh coming up on the the next episode uh we are going to have miss kia patterson on from the seventh street long beach store um i've had the pleasure of talking to kia a few times and uh and uh, she's got she's got a pretty cool story as well uh, I think a lot of people know it, but I'm sure there's a lot of people that don't as well because her first store was the Compton store. And don't spoil and it. Just let I'm not going to yeah, teaser. Like, just like tease. I'm not going to say it, but here's just all what tease. happened. Right? Just throwing it out there. Now, just you know, that's it. Yeah. That's it. You know. So um, yeah, excited about excited about talking to to Kia for sure. Yeah. And there are four stores in Long Beach, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's did I say she's Seventh Street Long Beach, which I think it is. But yeah, there's Long Beach, Seventh Street Long Beach, Wardlow Long Beach, and something else. And the other one. And then the other one, exactly. So anyway, so yeah, looking forward to that. And uh, twelve episodes. Hey, we didn't we didn't talk about twelve episodes today. Twelve. Well, you know, I know we told this season. This season has sixteen episodes. Is that correct? Is that or fifteen, because we end up. Yeah, we we'll have to figure out what denotes a season. Maybe it's by the year. You know, when we move into twenty twenty four, that would be season two. Well, whatever. It's a long well, ways I, off. I'm I'm gonna guarantee that right there, 
if Danny and Tanya were listening, they cringe like, wait, 2024? You mean this isn't almost like done? <laughs> yeah. You can take more time <laughs> to continue to do this? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Ooh. All right, sir. Well, you have a tremendous rest of your day. You as well. I will talk to you, I'm sure, soon. Probably too soon, to be honest. But all right. All right. Yeah. Have a good one.